Welcome to Into the Mirror, where we discuss healings, transformations, and awakenings. My name is Alexander, and this is my co-host Brody. We are on Season 2, Episode 2, and we are going to be discussing personalization. It's a thinking error. It's based around cognitive behavioral therapy, but these are basic thinking things we all do, and all modalities are uh, have usually a basis around correct thinking corrections and ways that you address it, but... We have about like 11 thinking errors we're going to discuss for the first part of this season. And we did labeling yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. We've done black and white work before that, but we're going to do personalization today. So Brody, personalization, um, let me just read what it says on the thing to give a general. Yeah. Personalization is what they call the thinking error, but it's more blame and accountability in a way. Um, blaming yourself or taking responsibility for something that wasn't completely yours mm-hmm. or blaming someone else for something that was yours. Yep. And this is a very, very powerful thing. So however you, you want personalization, it, you've seen this affect your life, haven't you? <laughs> oh God. Yeah. When, because I feel I'm very empathic going back to my childhood, going into a room or situation where there's a lot of energy and people, I, a lot of time I would feel bad if the energy in the room was off and there was like a contentious energy, I would feel bad and I would want to try to fix that, like be the peacemaker, felt responsible for the other people's energy in the room. Yeah. And it's challenging because in a sense, as an empath, we all share space. It's their feelings and it's a little bit your feelings. You start learning how to distinguish between this stuff. And, but the truth is you still feel it. So it is still yours and you still do have some responsibility. This is one of the most powerful lessons with this stuff is that I've learned like what it is to take like my space, like my personalization, like what I am accountable for, what I truly feel like what I truly can affect. So what I believe I'm responsible for is what I choose and what I'm actually capable of affecting. Like I can't make all my family meditate and do breathing or, or take mm-hmm. medications or whatever my process for them getting better. You know, I'm not responsible, but I would personalize a lot of things this way, like uh, right. relationships. A uh, big one for me is through addiction. And this will help. I think a lot of people understand it is like, I drug addict, right? I hate that word. I don't like it, but I had addiction. I destroyed a lot of life. Well, no, see, I destroyed my life to a degree. I hurt a lot of lives. I caused damage to people, but I did not kill anyone. I did not destroy their potential. I didn't take someone's innocence. And like all of these types of things, these blames we can take as addicts, we become the pariahs. We become the tuning for like the vibrational polarity point for everyone else to blame. And if right. you're not careful as an empath, you'll take that. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was me. I was a liar. I have no, 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 like compassion for myself, right? I'm not, I, there's no ability to. Right, like I deserve to be hurt. I deserve yeah, to be I hurt. I deserved yeah. to be hurt. I deserved my dad to die. I deserved my, all of it. I deserved it because I lied. Do you see how fucking awful like it's just like black and white yeah. thinking what again we'll get back mm-hmm. to black and white is in everything this is what you'll learn about the thinking errors it's really they're all the same in a way they're just yeah <laughs> they're just a little different, different versions right yeah, and it's but it's like all or nothing thinking you were like with personalization i not only 
like you said, do you, is it blaming yourself, but then blaming others for other things? Like I blamed, um, you know, for example, I used to blame things that had happened in my past that others had done to me for why I was acting a certain way now. And that's BS too. So, we have yeah, to realize blaming, that. Just blaming something. So a person, a place, or a thing. thing Personalization yeah. actually doesn't have to be a person. It's personalized to you. But yeah, so these old events, these old things, we give them too much power, right? We And we write the story like you're all of a sudden saying like, I'm responsible for this and that, but totally powerless to change it. Like we have these dissonance or these disagreeing concepts is what I'm saying. Like if you're powerless to affect it, then you are not by definition responsible for it because you by definition were powerless to affect it. Right. Fucking you, so basic. But instead you, you are responsible for your own energy and you are responsible yes. for your own actions and thoughts and emotions. Absolutely Bam. sovereign. When you allow it, allow yourself to have that power. It takes time. You have to accept your sovereignty. And that's personalization, learning what's mine and what's yours. Like when I did lie to people, what is a reasonable amends, right? What do I have to do to make it right? These things I've learned. And lots of the lessons were very hard. Like some of them were very hard because I wanted so desperately for the people I thought like me relationships it doesn't have to be my last ex. It was always usually a woman. I put so much power into them and what they thought. And I never would maintain good long-term relationships because I was lying all the time and not to them directly, but I was lying about addiction, which just radiates deception out everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. Like it's, it's really important to be aware of too, is like to give compassion for the addiction. Yes, I was deceptive by proxy to a lot of things and directly, but I had something at my core that I was dealing with, right? So that pain back to childhood, right? You brought this up, yeah, was affecting me. But now that I'm like, now that I'm aware, it's my responsibility to start change that. So, yes. Like my dad and my stepmom and all the people with my trauma died. So mm -hmm. I had no way in the physicality way to make it right, to fix it. To, and there was nothing to fix for me, but to say, what the fuck? Why would that? What the fuck? You know, like why? <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. That's me expressing parts of me always. That's how I felt then. That was my perspective, right? So it was personalization. So I don't like overdo it with all the concepts that right, yeah. they blaming my family blaming like yeah they mm -hmm. did the best they could at stuff like the pat they that's them right I'm yeah still here so how i i did that a lot too i blame my family and e even recently i found myself blaming let's let's say like we the judge, we the judge or <laughs> blaming people that have passed like that um are in a really bad state like for example i got a call from a friend who is doing really bad and I was worried that he's going to kill himself. But yeah, like, I, I personalize that, that to me, like there's nothing I can do about it. Like I, I can only try my best and that's his stuff. I can't let that be like, it doesn't say something about me, about something, an action another person does or the same thing with people liking us or not liking us. We want people to all like us, but if they don't like us, we take that pers personally, you know, yeah. like. Well, that's the thing, like personalization with insecurity. When fear isn't managed, 
all of these are awful. Like personalization becomes totally awful where you're responsible, but powerless, right? Or where you're fucking there, they're responsible. So you're powerless. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, like you twist these. The truth is you have the ability. If you're listening to this. If you're hearing this, you are totally sovereign and you can change it because you have the pause right now. The pause is now. So you're given the time to start now. And that's the truth. If you don't start today, you'll never start tomorrow. That's the colloquialism of every wise grandpa. So let, and this is another one. My grandpa taught me this. An emergency on my part doesn't make for one on another. So fucking stop spreading that shit. (laughs) No, like straight up when I needed money or had to go to rehab or had the court stuff, and it was a catastrophe and I had to call my calm grandpa to get help. I learned some lessons through those journeys, like where they mm-hmm. would give me the help to pay for the $60,000 rehab, you know, all the crazy stuff society says you need. But really, I just needed a little space and time and honesty. Like, really, honestly, if my grandpa would have known, I probably should have just spent a few weeks with him and meditated. But I had to get to where I am, right? To get to mm-hmm. where I'm at. Like, yeah. that's the truth. I know there was other better ways, but th- those better ways is why I'm sharing. Like, we like how did how did you personalize, like, when you were first going to, when you got sentenced to prison, Ooh. how did, what was that like? What did you, how did you personalize that experience in a well, wrong way? It's like the shame of prison just like I didn't, I tried to call my ex-girlfriend one time when I left to just tell her I was leaving and I'm done and to know that, right? You know, because before I went there, we had this crazy, I had a breakdown. Um, she was in another state of mind and Colorado and another state. So it's kind of funny. I'm always glad I was not physically around. <laughs> I was always away and it was very good because I could break down crazy and not really and just hurt myself. And I guess that's what shame did, right? I separated from everyone and went crazy away from them. And prison, when it took me there, I had this guilt, man, like this, that wasn't mine to carry. This is where it gets important. I thought because like how I'd harmed this woman who I loved like unconditionally, like no question to the end of the earth and back. But that harmed, made, harmed her emotionally, mainly yeah, lied to her. She tried yeah. to start a new relationship because I was not I was not stable, you know, duh. But she would she didn't have the ability to communicate like I do. Like I can express things even in my addiction. I was very emotionally intelligent and that makes yeah, it challenging yeah. for people. Because like, how can people who are so smart be so neurotic and crazy and still say such wise stuff? in the midst of crazy, you know, that's yeah. confusing, but that's cause it's not a black and white world. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the truth is like in the midst of psychosis, I found myself <laughs> sounds real. Like that's the stage. I was, for me, that was a step, but the energy, yeah. I personalize it by saying that I was responsible for like what I said to her and the shit I tried to do. Like when she started dating another guy, I, when I was on Xanax, I don't even remember it. I just, I sent some awful emails trying to get him fired and stuff like fucking seriously awful mean shit. But the truth is if she would have been honest about me to him and opened herself up, she has accountability here. I, for a while said it was all me. It was all my fault. I'm the sick one. I'm the addicted one. I'm the bad one. I'm 111% responsible. And the truth is on a lot of levels, that is true. Absolutely. But not the judgment part, right? Mm -hmm. I am the powerful one. I am the creator. 
I am the child of the universe and God. Right. right? That's one thing I never understood was like when we get so negative, we we know that we create that negative and people can accept that so easily, but they so don't can't, can't accept that they also create good things. Like that's, that doesn't... that's the trick. So that's one of the thinking, right? Disqualifying the positive is a thinking error. Number three, mm -hmm. right? We yep. like on the list. Yeah, absolutely. That's why all these things tie together. So because they're very much the same, like a black and white, not giving all things their due, you know, we only give things we want but with these other perspectives look how great my life is now because of that journey because of that small time i spent in there my whole life because of the energy it's energy mm -hmm. over time right time and space yep. are the same thing and when you can understand that that's why movement is so powerful if you don't want to wait for the time for something to change then move because movement <laughs> yeah. is time if you can fucking get that in your mind even though it doesn't make total sense movement is time so I exercise with mental visualization is very powerful um, to, to make stuff heal faster. Because I know time heals all things. That's entropy. That's spreading out the energy on its own. Yeah. You can do that by these like this method, these thinking, healing, working on this stuff. But what do you think is with society right now? What are what are is the majority of society personalizing in an incorrect manner? Because I know it's out there. So I don't want to blame, like, I don't want to blame society and say this, but my experience is, is they, they blame others for 99% of their life, but there's this one thing they did in their life that they take more responsibility. Non-forgivable. Right? They have the one event where they are totally 120% responsible, but then everywhere else in life, everyone else is a fucking moron and idiot because they don't do it their way. Am I defining most people? Like, really? Like, that's most people because most people blame others driving, right? Think of traffic. Yep. Like, everyone mm -hmm. would just drive the way I drive. Everything would be fine. <laughs> that's personalizing <laughs> that's to a true. T right there. Not true because what about people wanting to go the other direction? That's not true. Like, harmony and balance are not the same thing. That's one thing people don't understand either. Balance is balance is found in nature through harmony but harmony is found through crazy movements of energy harmony is not perfect balance harmony is the movement of all of it that's what's so well, the way the way i see personalizing a little bit different than black and white thinking is pointing the finger that way like to you or pointing it at me so this is it's like the the finger pointing air like yeah, i'm responsible if you point one finger you have three back at you um, right. Yeah, it's yeah. Not to get so into the like you know the philosophy and the, the details because that can believe me. If you meditate a lot, you can twist anything to fit anything. It's it's extra fluid. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard because we are so fluid in this mind state, and then physicality seems so physical, but it's all just different states of vibrations and amplitudes. So. Right. And I mean, it's labeling, but like more of a, more of a finger pointing than, you know, point the I, finger I at you or point the finger at them. Is, like when I'm not in a healthy state, personalization, like, cause personalization is actually healthy thinking when you're in like healthy state to, to take on mine and what, but just, it's it is. Yeah. Here. It's out of balance. Like, cause there's points when we're like, if you and I are playing a sports team, and I, my job is to run up the field as fast as I can and dribble, the, you know, with a soccer ball and then pass it to you. Um, you know, I 
and and then you miss the pass, but it, we planned for that each time. There's your responsibility is to be right. there. That's all. Like I don't blame. Like there's, it's there is roles to play in society. There, there is is a fine line. It's it's like. It's health. It is very healthy to be accountable, accountable to all the things that yes, you do. But, it but is it, unhealthy to, um, because of the outcome of a certain circumstance, to blame it all on yourself. Very it's unhealthy. Puritanical, and I think because of my religious stuff, I really don't like that at all. Like because I feel so not not what you say. I mean, when we put too much stuff on ourselves, like the thinking air. Um, yeah, exactly. What like I would notice that man like i could not be perfect like the list of things i was told i had to do to get to heaven i i failed before i was even 13. so like that was just that that was awful because i took us whole guilt and i had this thing where I, the, in the mormon church for forgiveness the process of their forgiveness process you have to tell like a bishop or a church leader or a priest just like the catholics but they don't put up a barrier and although I totally believe in like sharing, like between us as brothers, I do not believe in sharing to like a priest that's above me and I'm below them. Someone should, if right. that's not what they're trying to say. Sitting on the high they should, horse. They should have right. fucking explained that better to kids if that's not their mission to, to impose that. Because the church stuff, that all or nothing kind of black or white thinking, like I thought... I don't know how many of my friends, but I can say a few did die because they were not willing to let go of those Mormon beliefs and shame. They died. They died from heroin. They died yeah. from fentanyl. They yeah. overdosed. And it was simple. I get, I know it has to do with those things. I watched it. I heard them, their shame, their tears, and then later their deaths. So the truth is that if we don't learn to start slowing it down, like looking at these thinking errors, like, in testing them because they all blend together right they're they're all they all kind of come with a black and white base right of yeah kind of thinking but that's it's like they're, they're they're all oranges but they're different colors and they taste a little bit differently or, or maybe oranges isn't the best analogy that's but like so funny he said orange because this big advertisement of a sun just popped up on my screen as he said orange so i was like the only color on the screen. So I think you just had like a psychic link to what I was thinking. Um, but no, orange, I definitely don't understand what you meant by orange. But I mean more like they're all fruits. Like we're, we're talking yeah, all about a category and they're all fruits. And they, they, they taste a little bit differently. Yeah, no, they all, and this yeah, and no, that, you know, those yeah, are the, all the different, different thinking errors. The thinking errors and even saying errors is... You have to be careful not to over be too hyper vigilant because I know overstate that. Yeah, and through trauma, I can become hyper vigilant and over obsessive about these behaviors because mm -hmm. I have that addictive nature in my mind. And, you know, I like it's okay. Like it's part of who I am. My addiction isn't. This isn't like this is where I hate a lot of the traits I found in addiction were amazing gifts, but. The society, because of their fear and the shame and the coldness, we can't even discuss these awesome mental things that developed in me through this process that really did help me change. This isn't just AA, like, oh, yeah, A is okay. That, that's within the limits of what we accept. 
they do Christianity really, but they say it's all religions because it's truly based on the Bible. And, uh, and I, I, there's no question. Right. Like you're, you're, if you don't find your higher power, you're in trouble, sir. Like, and believe me, if you want a good sponsor, like the ones for the non religious type, they're not really, I never found them in AA that much. The only time I found they were old guys that were helpful for their time, but they were limited in the end. Isn't that funny? They were once the teacher, and then I saw them as limited because I didn't want to be stuck to those materialistic things. I didn't want to be stuck to the fear and going to AA every day and calling myself an alcoholic or addict. Right. Like, I have to, like, there's, like, I'm going to drink if I don't go to AA That's type addiction. of fear. That's the same thing. That's just That's fear. Same yeah. Fucking addictive thinking. It's still there. You haven't cleared anything. You've just changed the way you're interpreting it. It's like, so, like, for me, if I go exercise, exercise too much right anything i will like overcompensate everything yeah and that's the same thing with personalization yeah so personalization with this is yeah you just take i don't know i just signed with personalization it's just it, it, it really tied into my shame right it was always shame and there would be times where I was out of my shame or thought I was, so I would blame, I would stay in blame. You know what I mean? I hated the way shame felt so much that when I could find something else to blame, I was going to stay there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that was better. I could, I like anger a lot better than I like shame sometimes. sometimes. It, feels, it feels better, you know? I don't want to say that. No, I, I, I agreed with anger easier for a while because it helped give me energy to move out. It was all part of like these concepts, like looking at my responsibility. That's what I want to talk about for this last part is what am I responsible for, right? Like what did I do? What am I truly what responsible was for? Because most of my decisions were always made on things like Xanax and I don't remember anything. So I don't know. I can't remember. I can't. So people are so mad at me and I have no idea what they're talking about. I know I hurt them and that can be worse than anything. But, you know, I know I never did anything too bad. It was never, it was always, well, you know, I is like somebody who w was classified as an alcoholic. Like I could easily point the finger towards society, making alcohol, this or that my, my family owning, uh, in a restaurant slash bar, us uh, producing cider, I could point the fingers and be like, or my genetics, I could point that finger, but it's a hundred times more empowering to say, okay, I like to drink, like I, I have oh, that yeah, tendency, no, you know, so but I can change that tendency. That. Yeah, you have a family that drinks. You have a disposition for drinking. You have shame and trauma that you've had to deal with, which leads you more to sh drinking because that's what your family and other families, all of us do for our, that's what we do. Right, like same story, same story, you know. Work ourselves to death and then just drink at the end of the night or weekends or whatever we deemed is okay, wherever yeah, we can. I, I need a drink, like... Yeah. So we program ourselves like the truth is you don't need that. You are. Yeah, those are all perceptions and old states of minds. Like it's where people end. Like where does your family decide what's OK and not OK? Like their life, they don't mind that. And not, not your family, anyone. There's nothing. Yeah, in general. Yeah. Things like but if it's affecting you like it affected me, there was something wrong with it because I didn't like what. I didn't like like losing my shit. I didn't like losing my stability of mind. I didn't like being transported across the fucking country with my handcuffs to my fucking ankles for six days. Like I hated those things. Right. And I created all of those things. Mm -hmm. Like I did. Like I know I was traumatized as a kid. There was all that shit. Yes. 
But the great news is, is I have sovereignty. I have it. I have it now. I had it then. I just was giving it away. And that's what I try to say with personalization is you have to learn what it is to feel the accountability in your heart. Not say it, not think you're saying the right things. None of this matters at first. It's all here what you're feeling about it, right? Like, so when I personalized something and I felt responsible, I had to allow it in. Like, like I'm going to try to do it. I would close my eyes, man. I would, I would sit here and I'd be in my cell sometimes. And my back would be, sometimes it was a bottom bunk. My back would hurt so bad here because I'd be hunched over trying yeah. to figure this out. But so I learned posture, like even opening my chest, like <gasps> when I felt ashamed, that's the, the constriction, the idea, the disbelief. I'd say, <gasps> no, like a breath of no. Like, no, you know, expanding consciousness rather than the constriction. When I felt a desire to go inward and hide, I went inward and fought. And this is like truthfully like where all the magic happened was inside because that's where you, like I felt better. So I started bringing up those old memories that I questioned and where people weren't there to discuss it with me. And I really started allowing these things to flow through me and experience. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, people, if there's one thing that I can personally get you to understand about this is don't point the finger at others. Don't completely, don't completely point the finger at others, point the finger more towards yourself, but not always. There's fluid. It's fluid guys. It's not black and white. Yeah. That's why talking about these thinking errors for a little while is very important. And I think we'll continue to discuss them because it brings them up clearer and clearer. It's hard at first because you're, you're literally observing the thing with the thing that's broken. So, mm-hmm. and it's not broken, but the mind's thought pattern, you have to transition out of these things. So yeah. The well, so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. If you could please give us a five-star rating on Spotify, that'd be greatly appreciated. We appreciate and love all y'all and we shall catch you on the next episode. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you very much um, for like and share. And yeah, there's a, uh, Lots of different thinking errors. If you want to just Google CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, they have a list of them. But we talk, these are practice, man. It takes practice. And they do, mate, you do have the power. So that's what I learned.